Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening a cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my step. Uh-huh. I'm a king of blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king king. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night This is the Code of Conduct of the King Podcast I am your host Jay Smith, the King And I am excited, I'm excited It's always a good time, always fun moments to come to you on Victory Tuesday Hasn't happened enough this year It hasn't happened enough only eight times for the Buffalo Bills have I been able to come to you on Code of Conduct Tuesdays and have it be a Victory Tuesday episode. Should have been more like 12. Should have been more like 12, 11 games that we won so far this year. I think that the Buffalo Bills shot themselves in the foot, but who cares? Because this week is a Victory Tuesday episode, and I'm I'm excited. I got a lot to talk about. Um, it, it's The game was enjoyable to go back and watch on every level there were a couple things that happened that obviously i'm sure the bills would have wanted back in in that moment but in the grand scheme of things when when there's a victory and there's a victory this way it's really tough to watch the all 22 or or even the 
go back and watch the broadcast and be too upset about anything. This was the perfect week for, I think, Bills fans in general. I think a lot of things happened this game. One, I think Sean McDermott has successfully, um, you know, shifted the narrative. He He's everything that, that Ty Dunn's article kind of tried to birth in this negative energy surrounding the team, this cloud that was hanging over Sean McDermott's head. When you get two wins like this and you go back to back, you beat the Chiefs, then you beat a team like the Cowboys, who has probably the best, if not the second best offense in the league. You do that back to back and fans start to kind of support you and fans start to speak positively of you. And then anybody speaking negatively, they can go somewhere and kick rock. So I think the way the fan base is responding to Sean McDermott's wins and, and to the team winning is by rallying behind him and getting behind him. And that's what that's what should happen. Now, with all due respect to Ty's article, uh, there's some things in there that I think, you know, I think a lot of the fan base ignored. And I'm not taking up for Ty here, so let me kind of get this whole thing out. Um, I think the fan base penciled in, or I think, you you know, everybody focused in on the, the 911 analogy and about the, the truck being given to Chad Hall and it being a bad day there. But I think there's a lot of things in the in, – in the series of articles, the three-part articles that actually has Sean McDermott painted in a positive light and it has him painted as a very good leader. I just think that pretty much Ty did his job and he tried to paint the entire picture. And I think like with most things, the negative things typically end up being the loudest things that are talked about. Now, also, I will go on the record to say that it does come across it does appear that ty is a little kind of upset with the team or a little bitter with the team i don't know i don't know i didn't get a chance to to really speak on the article too much uh in weeks past because i was actually going to interview ty he was going to come on the show and we were going to talk about it some scheduling things happened and we had a chance to reschedule here but i just think now the article has kind of gotten a little stale at this point and i think to talk about it at this point we're kind of be beating a dead horse the reason why i'm talking about it in this perspective is because what I'm saying is now after winning two games, I think that Sean McDermott has done everything that he needs to do to say, okay, let's ignore that story. Let's focus on wins. And he's done that by beating the chiefs than by beating the Cowboys. And I think this is, there's no better way to go into Christmas weekend, a game against the chargers who now are without their starting quarterback and, they just got blown out in an embarrassing way. They'll have an interim head coach, an interim GM in the in the meantime, and all of these things happening. And the Buffalo Bills have an opportunity to come in while they are riding high to, uh, for a lack of better terms, kick a team while they're down. And I know a lot of times when coaches are fired and they have an interim position open up or they fill that, uh, you, you can go back to the Raiders earlier this season when uh, they fired Coach McDaniels and everything happened so quickly. The Raiders came in with a brand new energy. They were they were refreshed and they started to look like a completely different team. That's not my fear about this weekend. That's not my fear about these Chargers. So I, we'll, we'll talk about the Chargers game, you know, closer towards the end of the show. But I just want everybody to kind of take a step back, breathe and understand that what's happening with the Chargers organization is not the same thing that happened earlier in the season with the with 
the Raiders or really any team that typically fires their coach. And then you see a wave of energy when the interim takes over. I am not worried about that for this game. And it's not just because it's the Bills game. We're going to get to it. But first, let's talk about this fantastic, this phenomenal game that we just saw the Buffalo Bills win against the Dallas Cowboys. O-line went crazy. Can we talk about how the O-line just dominated? And and the reason why I can say that, obviously, we're going to talk about James Cook. James Cook had a career day. But anytime that the running back can average more than four yards before being contacted per rush, that's an offensive line stat. Uh, James Cook is great. We used to have Shady on his team. He's real shifty, and he can shift and make guys miss in the backfield. Barry Sanders was an all-time, the all-time great, depending on who you talk to. It was him or Thurman or him and Emmett and him and whoever, right? Barry wasn't getting four point whatever yards uh, average before being touched. Like, that's crazy. He was averaging over four yards per carry before a defender actually laid a hand on him. That's an offensive line stat. And just to put in perspective how incredible that is, if you basically hand the ball off three times, James Cook got a first down based on averages. If he just went down at the moment that he was touched, he would get a first down every three plays. Just an incredible performance by the offensive line. Deion Dawkins is a man. Like, did you see in the red zone there? Well, actually, it started outside the red zone, and Deion just drove him. All the way through. I don't even know who the defender was. Drove him 15, 20 yards down to like the two-yard line. Just incredible, man. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the way the team is rallying around Sean McDermott, like I mentioned earlier. But also, I love the way the offense, the offensive line, the receivers, the, the tight ends, Josh Allen, the running backs. I love how everybody's getting behind Joe Brady. Because even though Joe Brady came into this situation almost in a win-win scenario he came in you, it's hard to lose when the expectation is you know just go in and you know finish out the season and I know Bills fans still had an expectation to win but it's tough it's tough to go in here with any low expectations you can't go in there and, and nobody would have been upset with Joe Brady if he came in and it didn't work if he didn't fix the offense because the offense wasn't fixed all year so he had the built-in excuse that well you know, what we came in with this year, the way Ken Dorsey ran things, it just didn't work. Kind of tough to do that and make major adjustments in the middle of the season and blah, 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 right? But it looks like he, he's he been able to figure it out. And for four games in a row now, the Buffalo Bills offense looks amazing. We've won three out of those four. We've won the last two against two of the top teams in the NFL. We should have won four out of four because I feel like we should have won that Eagles game. It was not the offense's fault that we lost that game. The team is rallying around Joe Brady, and it's incredible to watch, and it's fun to watch. But more so, it's fun because you're seeing all the things that Bills fans have been begging for. Now, I do want to be honest. Nobody was begging for... Josh Allen to only have seven completions or nine complete. I don't even know the real number. I just know that he barely threw the ball. <laughs> and I know Josh came out and laughed and talked about it in the presser. And he said, man, I feel like one of those kids in high school that uh, does nothing for the group project, but gets an A plus. And that's exact. That's the perfect way to describe it. Although I think Josh played a huge, a major factor in the win. We couldn't have, we couldn't have run that same, that same game plan. We couldn't have run that with a different quarterback. 
put Kyle Allen back there and, and that same game plan isn't going to work because you're not afraid of James Cook alone because there's no threat of Kyle Allen to run the ball or there's no threat of Kyle Allen to throw the ball over you and, and hurt you in this weather. Josh Allen can throw the ball in the rain. He can, he can just, that dude can, I think there's been only one game in his career where I've really witnessed weather being a major, two games, I would say. One was against the Baltimore Ravens. It was a regular season game and it was windy as hell. The second game I would say that actually affected him was the game against the the Patriots where the Patriots actually chose to to barely pass the ball and they ran every single play and we weren't able to to really do the things that that we were typically used to doing, but Josh Allen still tried to throw the ball and he still made a couple comple completions in that type of weather. But now you flip that to this, nobody ever anticipated or, or wanted Josh Allen to only throw the ball a few times. But it's so amazing when you can win games and not have to ride Josh Allen. You basically gave him a week's worth. You, you gave him reps back. You rested his shoulder. Now, he took some hits. He he, he was in the game. He, he ran around and played. But there was a certain level of play that he didn't have to he didn't have to do in order to win the game. And when you can save that energy, when you can save those hits on his body, when you can save that for when the game enter the season, Miami, that game is going to be tough. That game is going to be tough. You talk about if we make the playoffs, any, any game in the playoffs is going to be tough. You save those moments. So, yeah, if we can ride James Cook to the playoffs, do it. And then you throw Josh Allen in when he needs to be, or when Josh has to dominate. If Josh Allen has to go out and win the game, that's why you have him. There's been a lot of talk over the last week or so about game managers and game changers. I don't want to debate on either side of it, but I will tell you that we all know that Josh Allen is a game changer. If you can afford for Josh Allen to take a week off and be a game manager, give it to him. If you can win a game with Josh Allen taking a step back and being a game manager, you give it to him. And what we saw Sunday was exactly that. And I'm, I'm man, it was incredible. It was, it was great. And let's talk about James Cook. I just said we're going to talk about him. This dude is getting better week by week by week. He's getting better, more confidence. He's running the ball with purpose. He always falls forward. He's fast. Every time he every time he hits a hole, it's almost like you're holding your breath because you know that he has the ability to take it to the house. He can make a two-yard, something that looks like a two-yard loss, turns it into a six-yard gain. When there's a sliver of space and you feel like, oh, first down, he's going to get seven, eight yards here, he can turn that thing into a 25-yard run. And the Buffalo Bills haven't had this type of weapon out of the backfield since LaShawn McCoy to where you you can have a threat that's not – and then if you go back over the past four games, the Bills have been winning big – or not necessarily big, but they've been winning consistently without having to force-feed Stephon Diggs. And again, this is why it's it's amazing. You can save Diggs. You can save those hits on his body. You can save a lot of things that – a lot of plays that we haven't been running. When you have to get Diggs the ball, you can save those plays for the games that that are tough when it matters. You can save those plays for the games in the playoffs when 
you got to get a first down. Right now, you're not putting that on film, so you still have some things that you can surprise teams with when the playoff gets here because Joe Brady is not showing everything in his in his playbook. And if you look at the game Sunday, the other thing that's incredible about that is that I feel like the Cowboys knew we were going to run the ball most of the time that we ran it. Something about being able to run the ball at will when the other team knows you're going to do it and you still can do it. Sign me up. Sign me up. Absolute incredible showing by the Buffalo Bills. And can I say that the pressure is now on Miami? The pressure is now on the Miami Dolphins. Now, they have a, a couple game lead over the Bills right now. If it goes to where they lose a game and the Bills continue to win out, week 18 will be for the AFC Championship. In Miami, the Bills in Miami, week 18, AFC Championship, AFC East Championship. But the pressure's on Miami now. When you look at what they have in front of them versus what the Bills have in front of us, look, when the schedule came out, or even earlier in the year, everybody was like, oh, that last stretch. It's going to be a gauntlet. You're going against the Chargers. You got Justin Herbert. You got the Chiefs. You got the Eagles. You got the Cowboys. Well, we beat the Chiefs. We beat the Cowboys. It's an any given Sunday, any week type of league. But Justin Herbert is not the quarterback that we are going to be facing this Saturday. For some reason, I'm just not as afraid of Easton Stick as I am Justin Herbert. For some reason, I'm just not that afraid. Now, I'm not going to chalk this up and say it's a win. I will not do that because I am not. <laughs> I am not going to set myself up for failure here. But what I will say is I am not going into this game. The spread is, is 13, 13 and a half. I feel confident on betting the spread. Give me that. Give me that. I'm not, I'm not nervous about it. So, yeah, I, I'm not skipping games, but I'll tell you what, I am looking forward to week 18. And part of me is is very much considering, very much considering making my way down to Miami for that one. Got to see what my man Smoke is doing. I'm sure Smoke is going to try to be uh, down in Miami for like that game around just after New Year's and all that stuff. I got to I got to reach out, see what's happening, see if I can. I don't know. Because that it sounds like it's, it's all going to be set up for that game to be winner takes all. And man, I'll tell you what, if it's set up to where the Buffalo Bills can eliminate the Miami Dolphins from the playoffs, if they mess around and lose to the Cowboys and, and if they lose to the Ravens, then to go 0-3 for the year and lose to the Buffalo Bills and not even make the playoffs? You talk about Merry Christmas? I'm I'm going too fast here. <laughs> I'm going too fast. But look, let's let's uh let's talk a little bit about the LA game. But before we do, let me uh, let's hear from our sponsor real quick. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. And you know what? I do want to take a moment here and, and shout out Picasso Pizza and Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care. Uh, they are the proud sponsors of Buffalo Rumblings this year. We are going to go to the Super Bowl, and uh, we have a show happening with Stevie Johnson. They have a, a great event happening that Friday just before the Super Bowl. If you are in Las Vegas and you're around, please come on out. I'll have more details probably hopefully next week. But uh, if you're in Vegas that week, prepare, plan to come on out and, and spend some time with us at this event and uh, show up for the live show. When you come, all you have to do is just show that you're a fan of Buffalo Rumblings. You show either that you're following Buffalo Rumblings, you're following Jay Spencer King, you're following Sarah Larson, or just be following uh, Stevie Johnson as well and, and, and throw it out there, show that you're a, a Buffalo Rumblings fan. You get admission for free you don't have to pay so again just come on out super bowl week shout out to endo uh ficta endo and elmer eye care and picasso pizza uh, for being the proud sponsors of this event and uh hey i'm i'm ready i'm hoping that the buffalo bills turn this thing around completely and just be on the win streak from here on out let let the buffalo bills make it to vegas let james cook all the way to vegas let's let's can i can we start that campaign let james cook to vegas no, I mean, it might be might be premature. Well, let's just let's make the playoffs first, and we could we could discuss that. But this weekend, let's talk about it. L.A. Um, I do I do want to just say a couple things. It, it's it's a little weird to me. I'm gonna break down all their film this week, and uh, and so before I do the pregame rumblings pod and all that stuff, I'll have some more input and some things to talk about. But it seems as if over the couple of weeks that Austin Eckler's usage has gone down even with the injury to justin herbert that's a little weird confusing for me so i'm going to look into that um it does also seem like it just seems like the team overall at least from what i saw last week um they just gave up on the team or it might be on the coach so that's why the coaching change might be something to look out for these guys might wake up and want to put some good film you know, put some good film out there so that way guys looking for jobs next season, they have good film out there. Guys don't quit that way. So to see the loss that they took last week to the Raiders was was really surprising. But we'll see. It's the holiday season, a couple nights before Christmas, they're home. Just can't see them being embarrassed two weeks in a row like that. But I have all faith and confidence in our bills to get the job done and to do what we need to do. Um, 
last thing about the game. Last thing about the game. I I am really I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say that this is going to be one of those games where we are actually going to see we are actually going to see Von Miller is going to be against a backup quarterback and it's going to be against a team that appears to be um you know, kind of done with the year. We just talked about how they gave up on their head coach. They lost 63 to 21 or 63 to 20, whatever the score was. This is the game that we see Von Miller back. Talked about at the beginning of the show about Sean McDermott and about how the, the news surrounding Ty's story made it really, just made it difficult and stressful for him to get certain things accomplished and done with this team and all that good stuff. I think, the news about Vaughn has gotten quiet because of some wins, but Vaughn still hasn't quite performed. I think the thing that Vaughn needs heading into this final stretch and heading into the playoffs, Vaughn is going to have a huge, a huge game here going back to where his home used to be when he won his last Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm expecting a huge game out of Vaughn here in Los Angeles Saturday night. Let's see how it gets down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Jay Spencer King. Thanks for kicking it with me real quick for just a quick review of the game. And uh, look, all week, we got some fire content coming to you. I told you this week again, I'll bring back uh, pregame rumblings. Joe and, and John had the off-tackle show last night. That was amazing. We got the chop up tonight with, with Sterling and, and Jeremiah. We got hump day tomorrow with me and Joe. We got Bruce exclusive. We got... Uh, Jerry and Sarah with their, like it's just, we just got all this content this week dope content great content everybody enjoy your holidays Merry Christmas happy holidays to everybody uh and y'all know how we do it over here with Buffalo Rumblers man y'all love each other take care of each other and live in peace and as always stay positive test negative go Bills Code of conduct. <laughs>